Hello, America and all who love her. Happy Tuesday, August 9th. I hope you're having a wonderful day. I'm coming to you from sunny Miami, and this is the Patriot Power Hour with Maria on WSQF Blink Radio 94.5 FM, Key Biscayne, and WSQFradio.com everywhere else in the world. Thank you so much for joining me. I hope you make you have a wonderful lunch hour, and I make it more interesting and thought-provoking for you. I am your host, Maria Morales, and for the next hour, we'll examine this past week in politics. And boy, it's been a whopper. We are here to send you, please send me your thoughts, questions, compliments, criticisms, or requests for sponsorship to the Patriot Power Hour at gmail.com. The segments will, re, will include We Can Review, The Biden Rewind, Where's Hunter, and The Abomination of the Week. But first we start with my opening remarks and where do I really begin? I had my remarks all set up yesterday, all ready to go, and I turned on the channel last night, and what do I see? Well, what should be my abomination for the week, but that's actually later on in the program, but this is amazing what's happening. So how does a banana republic start? Well, you weaponize every department in the government, and you use it to destroy your enemies and your political opponents. What we witnessed yesterday is a final chapter of the Democrats officially making America a third world country. What we witnessed yesterday is the beginning of a Republican revolution. Let's get those caravans going again to show Trump our support and the Democrats what's coming their way in November. The raiding of President Trump's home is an all-out act of war on democracy by the Democrats and their buddies in China. The Democrats have learned a lot from their close ties to the ruthless communist regime. Z is Biden's sensei, and Biden his grasshopper. An FBI raid is to stop people from destroying evidence. Otherwise, a subpoena is issued. Trump was in New York. Here's Buck Sexton last night on Jesse Waters talking about this. All of the hearings in Congress, all of the January 6th prime time and all this other nonsense, they don't apparently trust the American people to make up their minds on this issue and settle it through the peaceful means of the political process. This is trying to subvert that. The people who lecture us all the time, Democrats, about democracy, don't actually believe in its exercise. They just use it as a talking point. They use it now actually as something to bludgeon people who disagree with them politically. You're undermining our institutions. This is undermining our faith in the not only the peaceful transfer of power, but in the executive arm of the government under an opposition party not to act like the Stasi, not to act like the secret police that we've seen in totalitarian regimes. This is crazy. I mean, everyone has to understand, they, they ordered a raid on former President Trump's home based on what? In, in what world would they not have been able to go to court and get the documents that they right. want? In what the raid is a PR stunt, just like the January 6th committee to please all of Trump's haters and give them hope that he won't run in 2024. On the other hand, they subpoenaed Hillary's laptops and cell phones, giving her ample time to destroy evidence. If any of us obstructed justice by destroying FBI subpoenaed laptops and cell phones, we'd all be in federal prison. Yet Hillary, their girl, skates by without a scratch. Why was she conducting top secret official business from a private server in her home? And what was she hiding that she took the chance to destroy evidence outright? Perhaps it was a clandestine sale of arms from our Qatar reserves to Libya, who then gave them to Taliban, who then shot down an American helicopter, which led to the Benghazi tragedy? Hillary's servers contained classified information, and it was hacked. Yet nothing will ever happen to their queen of corruption, America's herpes. The Democrats are terrified of Trump running in 2024 and are doing anything and everything to stop him. The January 6th riots was total entrapment, and the FBI was involved with it just like they did with the four men who were charged with a plot to kidnap and murder Michigan Governor Gretchen Whitmer. Those men were either acquitted or in the mistrial, and the head of the FBI entrapment scheme is now the head of the January 6th committee. Folks, you can't make this stuff up. When no Trump supporters ever showed an ounce of racism, Jesse Smollett took it upon himself to create the illusion we're all bigots by having himself beat up. What a nut. He will never see the inside of a jail cell. So if you can't find anything on your opponent, make it up. It's the communist way. Russia collusion, extorting Ukraine, cheating in the election. Exactly everything they did. In Spanish, there's a saying, que cara madura. It means, what a hard face. And in this case, it's how hypocritical to accuse someone of exactly what you're doing with a straight face. 
This raid in Mar-a-Lago is a fishing expedition. They're saying it's because he wasn't complying with the Presidential Records Act of 1978. Every president takes things, including documents from the White House when they leave. If the presidential archives request them that they be returned, it's negotiated, just like when the Clintons took tens of thousands of dollars, if not hundreds, in antiques, furnishings, tableware, and documents. Just like when Sandy Berger stuffed documents in his pants and socks, nothing happened to him. Just like when James Comey bragged about taking documents and leaking them to the FBI, nothing happened to him. How does any banana republic start? Rules for thee, but not for me. Lifelong politicians are never held to be accountable for their crimes. They're Teflon, and they know it. Fact, if you're a lifelong politician, you're a crooked politician. Hillary's team lied to the FISA court so they could spy on her opponent and then when he became president. And no one will be held accountable for the crime that makes Watergate look like a picnic. The Sussman trial, which was supposed to be the beginning of Durham's investigation into spying on the Trumps, proved to be a total farce. No one ever believed Sussman would ever see the inside of a jail cell, much less the mastermind herself, Hillary Clinton even though there's ample proof that he lied to the FBI when he said he believed Donald Trump was colluding with the Russians all on his own as a concerned citizen. Later that day, he charged Hillary's campaign for his legal services. The only one colluding with the Russians was Hillary's campaign. They hired Christopher Steele to work with the Russians to come up with a fake dossier so they could present it as a fact to a FISA court judge in order to spy on their potential opponent. I can only imagine what BS they've now presented to another judge to get the warrant for this sham raid. Get this, at Sussman's trial, the appointed judge was Christopher Cooper. All right, start taking notes now. Christopher Cooper is deeply connected to the Democrats, especially to Obama and those who planned the Trump takedown. Did he recuse himself? Absolutely not. He was happy to be their inside man. Cooper was appointed by Obama and even served on his transition team. The DOJ's Merrick Garland, who apparently moonlights as a computer voice for Amber Alerts, officiated his 1999 wedding to his wife, Amy Jeffress. Are you taking notes? Now listen to this one. Amy Jeffress, the wife of the judge that is overseeing the Sussman trial, she was counselor to Eric Holder and currently represents the infamous FBI Trump loather and homewrecker mistress herself, Lisa Page, who plotted with her equally repulsive lover, Peter Strzok, to take down Trump. The judge's wife represents the co-conspirator of Sussman, the Sussman trial was a waste of our tax dollars. The fix was in again. Just imagine the pillow talk between the judge and his wife. The evidence that Sussman lied to the FBI was overwhelming. Robbie Mook made it clear that the entire Russia hoax, steel dossier, fake FISA warrant to spy on Trump was condoned by Hillary, if not outright planned by her. Again, this makes Watergate look like child's play, but nothing will happen. Similarly, no one believes that even though we have Hunter's laptop and Tony Bobulinski's documents and testimony with all the information needed to bury the Biden family, will any of them be tried for treason as they should be. We have total proof that our sitting president is completely and totally compromised by having received $31 million from our most powerful enemy, China, and nothing will happen. We will continue to be China's lapdog in the West sending the most evil force on the planet as much business as possible using the fake global warming excuse to make us all go totally electric as soon as possible. Folks, we already live in a third world country. The Democrats have bought the media and turned it into a left-wing propaganda machine. If it weren't for conservative radio shows and Newsmax, we would have they would have total control over the information we're receiving, just like in communist countries. We have political prisoners languishing in American gulags, sleeping on the floor and defecating into a bucket. They're being held in solitary confinement and are only given one hour a week to see the light of day. Their meds are being withheld so those with cancer are dying. They have yet to be charged with anything for over a year and a half. Their rights to a speedy trial have been trampled on and buried by this, by this third world regime in power. First they went for those connected to Trump. Roger Stone, Paul Manafort, Steve Bannon, Peter Navarro, Carter Page, General Flynn, hoping this would scare anyone from associating with Trump. Then they set up the entrapment plot at the Capitol to imprison over 850 of Trump supporters as a message to all of us to beware. So third world communism. Why did Nancy Pelosi and Chuck Schumer turn down Trump's request to have 20,000 National Guards protecting the Capitol? 
Why do we see on tape all of Trump's supporters stopping the men dressed in black from breaking down doors and windows? All I saw was Trump supporters being escorted to the Capitol and them taking photos with their phones. Let's hear Senator Ted Cruz as he grills the FBI on them having plans on January 6th to entrap Trump supporters. How many FBI agents or confidential informants actively participated in the events of January 6th? Sir, I'm sure you can appreciate that I can't go into the specifics of sources and methods. Uh, Did any FBI agents any FBI or agents confidential or informants confidential actively participate in the events of January 6th? Yes or no? Yes or no? Sir, I can't, I can't answer that. Did any FBI agents or FBI informants actively encourage and incite crimes of violence on January 6th? Sir, I can't answer that. She can't answer that. Why can't she answer questions that should be met with a resounding absolutely not? No FBI agents were involved. But she can't, because they were. Now they're doing anything possible to stop Trump from running in 2024. They're terrified of him. They have been since the day he came down the escalators in Trump Tower. He's an outsider who's already a billionaire, so he can't be bribed. He's a man who turns on the lights to see all the cockroaches go scrambling into hiding. He's America first, they're America last. Who's going to pay back the citizens for the $40 million tax dollars wasted in the Mueller probe and the two sham impeachment trials? How does Trump get his reputation back? How can Adam Schiff get away with saying he saw all the evidence of Trump shaking down Zelensky and spoke to the anonymous whistleblower when we all know it was a ruse to depose a sitting president? The scam impeachment was nothing less than a modern-day American coup d'etat attempt. Now they're trying to stop him from running again altogether. The Democrats have literally stacked the deck by infecting every agency that runs this country, from the FBI to the DOJ to the IRS, and now we have the media, the CBS, NBC, ABC, CNN, on and on. All are now used as weapons of mass destruction against rivals to the Democratic Party. They were all in on the Russia hoax from the very beginning. They all need to be held accountable for putting the nation through the horror of an impeachment trial, not to mention the complete lining of pockets by wasteful politicians and lawyers. They're all in on the latest attempt to stop Trump from running in 2024 again. And it will backfire. If the Republicans don't take back the House and the Senate in November, it will be a total confirmation that we're living in a third world country where elections are nothing more than a PR stunt. If Trump is somehow stopped from running in 2024, the third world transition will be a fait accompli. So now, we, how do we go to Week in Review without not continuing to talk about this? This has been an absolute travesty of justice. Everybody's uh, mouths hit the floor yesterday. The, the complete and total takedown of Trump to please his haters is out of control. And uh, I'd like to, to bring up actually what's happening here in Florida because it's the government corruption just going on and on. I saw an interview yesterday with a gentleman called Chris Jersky. He is of the People's audit.org. It's a grassroots organization. It's an eagle eye that's a, uh, for the voter fraud here in Florida. And this is what he found. When people order their ballots, the ballots are being sent to them. And the people who ordinarily are always uh, voting from a ballot, from a mail-in ballot, they also get it sent to them as well. So what he has found out, that ballots were being requested and the ballots were being sent out. Now, this being a, uh, obviously the ballots are being sent out because this is an election year. What local candidates do is they have uh, what they call it chase the ballot cards that go out, which is those, those uh, little ads that you get in those giant postcards every day that you know, we all throw out without even looking at them. Waste of their money as far as I'm concerned. But what's happening is these local candidates, they go to the uh, supervisor of the Board of Elections and they ask for the latest role, voter roll. What was happening to them is that they were supposed to get recently requested addresses and the active voters by mail. What they found was many thousands, millions of their, uh, of their uh, cards were being sent back as undeliverable, yet the balance were not. Okay, so the ads are getting bounced back by the post office, but the ballots are not. The units were either didn't exist in the building or a person moved, but why did the ballots not bounce back? 
They're actually, they're getting filled out and they're being sent in, but by who? By who? And soon we'll have the mules taking them to all the different ballot boxes. When this was brought to the attention of the supervisor of elections, he instead turned it around and started accusing Chris's organization of being liars. They have the Board of Elections has no interest in updating their voter rolls because mail-in ballots are the biggest source of fraud. There are one to two million bad ballots in Florida alone. In California, the elections always bounce back between the Republicans and the Democrats until 1988, when their mail-in ballots mysteriously in just one year went from 7% of the voters to 14%. How curious how in one year, all of a sudden, they have double the amount. Guess who was elected that year? Guess who was in on the election? None other but our sweet Nancy Pelosi. Yes, and since then, the Californians cannot shake off Maxine Waters, Adam Schiff, or Dianne Feinstein. Guess what? In California, 90% of its voters are now mail-in ballots. That was the entire purpose of COVID, was to rig the elections. I implore you to watch 2000 Mules the documentary by Dinesh Souza. It is irrefutable evidence that the election was stolen. Even though Liz Cheney lied and said it was debunked. I'm still waiting for her to put it out there, Liz. How did you debunk it? Because I saw with my own eyes people going up to these drop-off ballot boxes with stacks and stacks. They're even falling on the floor. They're falling over themselves. And then they take a photo of the ballot box and a photo of themselves so they can prove that they stuffed this ballot box. I mean, come on, Liz, tell me, how are you going to debunk that? I have my own eyes. I have my own eyes. You can't gaslight me. Did you know that the bidding process to be rewarded to contracts, to, to printers, to make the ballots, takes, takes a very long period of time to do? But somehow, they were able to order ballots from a printer for every single voter in the United States in 2019. Think about that. How did they know in 2019 that in 2020 they were going to push an all-mail-in ballot election? Why did they have to do it in 2019? Because it doesn't. It takes forever. You have to put them up for bids. You have to have them printed. You have to distribute them all over the country. You have to mail them to every person, regardless if they requested it. It takes a very long process to have these ballots printed up especially enough for the entire country and to have them distributed. So they ordered it in 2019. This is one of the things that Chris Kursky found out. I hope that you look him up. Chris Kursky, Chris with a K, Kursky with a K also. Anyways, did you know that recently Biden signed an executive order allowing Zuckerbucks to pay for more ballot drop boxes and more ballot harvesting? <laughs> the fix is in again. It is unbelievable. Partisan people with activist intentions are handling these ballots. Here is Biden on their voter fraud system. We're in a situation where we have put together, and you guys did it for our administration, the President Obama's administration before this. We have put together, I think, the most extensive and inclusive voter fraud organization in the history of American politics. Oh, that's the one time he's actually telling the truth. His handlers must have flipped when he said that. I mean, really, here's a cat letting the, letting the cat out of the bag, as they say. And you know what they also say, that uh, 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 people with Alzheimer's and drunks and babies tell you the truth? That's him. He can't help himself. He tells the truth when it's the wrong time for his handlers. That is incredible. And now the printing of ballasts are being awarded to printers with left-wing leanings. I remember the story of the truck driver who said he wasn't allowed to see what he was hauling. He was going from Long Island to Pennsylvania. But of course, when, you told, when somebody tells you you can't look, you gotta look. And he looked and he peeked himself. And you know what he found? He was transporting <coughs> ballots from Long Island and shipping them to Pennsylvania. And this was like just a couple days before the election in, in uh, 2020. I also remember seeing videos of the night of election night, well, the videos came out later on, of the people pulling out suitcases from underneath the tables. I don't know if you have seen them, but I have. And at, this is at four in the morning after they sent home all the Republican uh, poll watchers. All of a sudden, you see them pulling out all these suitcases. 
and start opening them up and start stuffing ballots into the, into the uh, voter machines. It's incredible. Incredible. I remember the video of the trucks backing into the polling machines, unloading pallets of ballots at four in the morning. We all went to sleep that night thinking that it was over, that Trump was president. And yet these people had their little, like he said, the most extensive voter fraud uh, machinery ever put into, into place. He was right. Well, I remember being with 30,000 people at the Opelaka Airport rally, the last one before the election. I remember being with so many people, 30, over 30,000. Trump was the first president ever to keep all of his promises. That's why we're so devoted to him. Those of us who have not been brainwashed by the left-wing media who lie every day about who Trump is. If you don't like Trump, it's because you have believed total lies about the man. You, you really have. Because why would I like somebody if it's exactly who you think they are? I don't like bigots. I don't like racists. I don't like people who, who, are try, who are criminals. So don't tell me that I'm backing up a guy who is all those horrible things. No, they've been lying to you and you've been eating it all up. I remember when I saw Biden speaking at a mall and the people at the mall didn't even stop shopping. They looked, I saw a woman, remember, never forget seeing a woman who was uh, shopping and then she was opened the door halfway and then looked over and saw Biden speaking and she just went back into the store as did everybody else. They just, he couldn't get anybody to, to stop and look at him and hear him. Don't tell me that the fix wasn't in. Don't tell me this. I remember being in those caravans and seeing cars as far as the eye can see, lining up respectfully, happily, and orderly at FIU's huge field here in preparation of a, driving a caravan around Miami. I have my own eyes. I have my own ears. I do not believe what I'm told. I believe what I see and what I hear myself. And there's no way that that old man that never came out of the basement, who can't put three sentences together, won this election and got more votes than Hillary Clinton. Give me a friggin' break. If you believe that, yeah, you were born yesterday. All right? Because that is absolute nonsense. I mean, I mean Trump, I think, got 10 million or 20 million more votes, probably 20 million more votes if you actually counted the ones that they didn't throw away. 20 million more votes in the first time when he beat Hillary. You're going to tell me that that old man, that mummy, was able to grab more votes than Trump and Hillary? Give me a break. In fact, there were some states that there were more vote, votes coming in than there were people that vote. I forget which state it is, but that was another thing. These people saying there's no, no uh, uh, evidence at all that this was a rigged election. All right. Give me a break. All right. This was a rigged election. And that's why the people were there on January 6th, because it was... It's, this is the, the takeover of our democracy. Okay, so I asked people, why do you hate Trump? What are your complaints about him? Because I remember making more money and paying less for everything that I ever have. I remember unemployment at 3.5, the lowest in half a century. Does that bother you? How about incomes raising at a single metro, in every single metro area in the United States for the past, for the first time in nearly three decades? Jobless, jobless claims hit a nearly 50-year low. Nearly 7 million people stopped using food stamps. Energy independence was so, made gas so cheap. Shelter stocked and prices were low. Plenty of baby formula, obviously. Who would have ever thunk Americans would have to be scrounging for baby formula? Enemies were at bay, like Russia and China and North Korea, Iran, the Middle East in general, NATO and all of Europe, they were taken to task. They didn't like him, and that's fine. I don't want my people, I don't want the rest of the world and our enemies to like my president. There is something wrong with our enemies, and I believe of Europe as being our enemies, believe it or not. I don't, I don't think it's good if they like our president. That means they're taking advantage of him, as they have every other president before him. I love that he stopped NATO from sucking off the teat of the American taxpayer. It was about time they start paying their own fair share. And these people thought it was, the Trump haters think it's horrible. Oh my God, look at them making fun of him at the, at the uh, Paris uh, climate uh, meetings and stuff like that. That big BS, BS thing that they were putting together. Good. I like Trump because he, he, he says what he means and he means what he says. He's not one of these lawyers that talk out of both sides of his mouth. I remember the stock market booming and my 401k was bursting and the hope for the future was fantastic. Now we're all looking at probably the, being taken over by China. Communism, that's what we have to look forward to. That's what keeps me up at night. The border was under control and the wall was being built. 
the least amount of illegals were coming over, which meant that people weren't getting raped and killed and murdered and put into slavery. People that were suffering from horrible ailments were given the right to try experimental medicines. Blacks locked up for minor offenses for decades due to Biden's law are being set free. Black colleges being set up so they don't have to come back to the government every year to ask for more funding. That's what, that's what Trump did. Oh yes, he's the racist. He's a racist. Biden puts away the people into jail and said that they're never even going to even get uh, a parole. And they took away all of the, uh, everybody's, the, all of their possessions, which is what put all the black women and their children into total poverty. That was Biden. Trump is a guy who, who, who set these blacks free. Trump is a guy who got these black colleges their funding and they don't have to beg for it. It's automatic every year. Trump is a guy who had more blacks and Hispanics working than any president ever in our history. He didn't care who, where you came from. He just wanted all Americans working. Everyone was employed and spending money. Respect for law enforcement all around was low, was, was great, and the crime was low. Armed forces were stronger than ever. Now look at our armed forces. They're absolutely destroyed. I hear now that the recruitment is down by 50%. What are we going to do? We can't get people to go fight for us anymore because of this vaccine mandate, because it's a CRT BS. Are you kidding me? This is what we're concentrating on? How to, how to teach your shoulders to use uh, sensitive uh, pronouns? This is what the Biden administration has our armed forces working on. They have completely destroyed our armed forces while at the same time China is growing and growing. American prisoners were coming home with nothing in exchange. So here we are now setting up to give them a horrible Russian terrorist in return for a basketball player. Okay? Listen, I want that girl to come home too. I feel terrible for her. But you don't make an exchange for a terrorist for a basketball player. This is exactly when, it's exactly like when Obama Gave, gave and set free five Taliban leaders and returned for one deserter. A deserter who, by the way, had his, his, uh, uh, his fellow uh, soldiers killed looking for him. And little did they know, he had gone on purpose over to the enemy side. And then the enemy turned him into a prisoner. <laughs> Suits him right, and I hope he's living a miserable life, but I'm sure he probably isn't. Well, there we are, prisoners exchange. And what did Trump do when he got our prisoners home? He gave nothing in return other than letting that country go on. ISIS was annihilated. Now they're coming back. The Taliban was at bay. Now they have all of Afghanistan, all of our weaponry, and pallets of our cash. Wonderful. The Abraham Accords have, had, have Israel and the Arab countries working together against Iran. What do you not like? What do these people who hate Trump not like? The world being at peace when he was president? I don't understand what they do not like about Trump. Oh, you know, he puts out mean tweets. He's a New Yorker, you know? He's a New Yorker. He says what he means and he means what he says. I love that. I was never actually ever found any of his tweets offensive. Even when he said, why are these people coming from shithole countries? That's fine. Because I came from one. And Cuba is a shithole. It is. And I admit it. So I wasn't, I wasn't the least bit... Uh, uh, offended when he said that. He was telling the truth. All right. So we're going to continue with more Democratic shams. We're going to continue now on to global warming. This is what, uh, what I've been uh, discovering, and I did some, in, uh, some uh, digging into this global warming. And I found this gentleman called Tom Luongo, He's a former scientist with the University of Florida, and he now runs the Ultimate Wealth Report. And he was given a 164-page report by another gentleman named John Casey. John Casey is a former White House Space Program advisor. He's a consultant to NASA. He spent 35 years conducting classified research and examining confidential documents and directing scientific programs. He's retired. And this incredibly intelligent man, his hobby was to examine solar and environmental physical ph physics research. Can you imagine? Our hobbies are collecting uh, 
stamps or shot glasses, and this guy is doing solar and environmental physics research. Well, he quickly realized that the papers citing global warming were all a lie. When he brought this to the attention of the White House and the Congress and the Senate, they all dismissed him, and now he's public enemy number one. Why? Because global warming is how the, how the politicians suck off the teats of the American taxpayers. They, too, are there, just getting whatever they can out of us. His finding, he found that there were three big lies. The first big lie is the world is getting hotter, and it's getting hotter super fast. Fact. Since 1979, when we started measuring the world's temperature, it's only warmed up 0.36 degrees Fahrenheit. Oh, but it's warming, right, Maria? No, it's not. That uptick was from 1979 to 1998. Since then, since then, the world has been getting colder for the last 21 years. The temperatures have risen by 1.08 degrees since 1998. Like I tell you folks, I have millions and millions of miles to prove that global warming is not real. I have Venice and Miami Beach and all the island nations who are still way above sea level. And oh, since, since I was a, in, my, in my 20s, they've been saying that they're all going to go under and nothing, nothing has gone under at all. It is a total lie. Open your eyes. Open your eyes and stop listening to these liars. They are liars. They are all in on this green machine that is going to make them a ton of money and make us fools. The other second lie they had is that oceans are getting warmer. Well, guess what? In 2007, Al Gore won the Nobel Prize for his global warming initiative, and he pocketed millions of dollars. He said back then, the polar icecaps are falling off of the cliffs, and they can be completely gone in seven years. This is in 2007. It's 2014? Nothing. Guess what? 2022, the polar icecaps are growing exponentially. They have grown from 43 to 63%. Show me the global warming. Show it to me. I want to see the proof of global warming. Since 2002, the ocean temperatures have fluctuated one degree Fahrenheit either way. The third lie. Scientists all agree humans are causing global warming. Fact. Only 1% of scientists, that's the 1% that are for sale, believe humans are to blame. What an outrage. What an outrage. Well, now we have 31,000 scientists have signed a petition stating there is no convincing scientific evidence that human release of carbon dioxide, methane, and greenhouse emissions are causing warming, nor will it in the foreseeable future, end quote. What John found was conspiracies, collusions, data manipulation, destruction of evidence, admission of flaws that were buried. And this was by politicians, corporations, scientists. You have your liberal leftists along with Gates and Zuckerberg and Soros and Bezos. And then you have that 1% of scientists who got bought off. Yeah, scientists can get be bought off. They're human beings and they are crooked ones. There's good ones and they're crooked ones. The emails between the scientists, listen to these emails between these scientists, Kevin Trenberth, quote, the fact is that we can't account for the lack of warming at the moment, and it is travesty that we can't hide, end quote. Yeah, the travesty is because they're afraid of losing their government funding. That's what he's, that's what he's worried about. Listen to what he said. The fact is that we can't account for the lack of warming. For the lack of warming. Of course there's a lack of warming. We're actually getting colder. Dr. Phil Jones, leading global warming advocate for the United Nations, admitted that he used, quote, Mike's nature trick, unquote, and a 1999 graph to, quote, hide the decline in temperatures. Nice, right? Nice. These people are liars. They're all liars, and they're all doing it to help China out and to help out the, w, the WEF. 
They're all pocketing the money that we're spending on all this BS electrical stuff. Stephen Goddard at Real Science revealed that National Oceanic and Atmospheric Administration, the NOAA, or NOAA, has been, quote, adjusting, unquote, its record by replacing real temperatures with data, quote, fabricated by computer models. The people at NOAA are replacing real temperatures with data fabricated by computer models. Think about that. Think about that. So how do they making how do they, the politicians making their money? Well, here's an example. Obama gave millions of our tax dollars to these green companies, only to have them return it to him in campaign contributions. How's that? Quick and easy, right? That's exactly how the politicians get our U.S. tax dollars into their pockets, through all these contributions, through all these campaigns and contributions. That's how they do it. It is amazing that they have everybody believing that there's global warming. And then the global warming, who does that help? China. What does China do? They make the, they make the uh, components for our electrical cars and a lot of our electrical items. And where does China go to get all that? From little tiny children in Africa. Look it up. I implore you, look up little children African slaves in China. In, well, African slaves for China. It will break your heart. There are children that spend their entire days deep underground in holes and they're mining for mica, M-I-C-A. Apparently it's a metal that doesn't heat up by hand. They only get fed once a day and they get paid apps nothing. And then if you see, look it up and you'll see the Chinese overlords there getting their bags and bags of mica. And absolutely nobody's supposed to be in this area, but the Chinese can go in there anytime they want. The person who, who, uh, who made that report that I got to see, she had to get special permission. It is so, so sad. You, you'll, you'll, your, your heart will break when you see these children going into these, into these tunnels all day long in the black soot on their fingers. And then you have the other children who are mining for cobalt in the most filthy, disgusting brown water. All day long, these children are there, slaves of China, getting the cobalt for our batteries. The Democrats don't care about these children. The Democrats don't care about the planet. They know the planet's not going to blow up or burn up. And I'm sure there's actually a lot of them, like AOC, who actually believe all the BS that the WF is putting out and, and this administration is putting out about global warming and China. China, the worst polluter of all. They're who we go to to help us stop our global warming. How, how totally hypocritical that the person who's the worst polluter on the planet is the one who's going to be making all the money from the Green New Deal. The most evil force on the planet who has children mining for them by hand. They don't even give them equipment. These children are mining by hand. And then all of these evil American corporations supporting China, paying them. And they all will say, oh no, we have our standards and we don't like, uh, we don't support uh, 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 child labor. Well, you do. You can say it all you want, but you do. Because when you're going to China to buy anything, you're supporting their evil, evil regime that, that tortures the Uyghurs, that tortures their own citizens, that tortures children in Africa. This is the most evil force on the planet. And this government is in bed with them and happily in bed with them. It drives me crazy to think about it. it drives me crazy to think of those poor children and how these evil American Democrats don't care. They don't care. They don't really care about these children at all. 
Okay. We're going to move along from the Green New Deal to uh, where's Hunter? Where's Hunter? Well, have you noticed that everywhere in the world that is in chaos is exactly where Hunter was sent by his father to do his bidding? Isn't that curious? We have Mexico that's completely setting free all the fentanyl on us. We have Russia invading Ukraine. We have China attacking Taiwan any moment now. How convenient, how interesting that these are all the countries that the Bidens were, go were working with and are working with. Have you ever noticed that the Bidens have stakes in every energy company around the world except for in the United States? They literally do. That's what, he was, that's what Hunter was doing. That's what his father was sending him to go to do because he wasn't doing anything. So Hunter, Hunter couldn't tie his own shoelaces. He was doing his father's bidding. Hunter's laptop. Hunter's laptop is just, it's just evidence of Joe Biden's malevolence. It is Joe Biden who sent his drug-addled son to be a bag man. And he's trying to pretend like he's a good father. A good father of a drug-addled son cuts him off from all money possible and lets him think about it, living in the streets, of what his potential is in the future if he keeps doing drugs. A good father with a drug-addled son does not give him millions of dollars and pay off $30,000 in a Russian slave trade. This is what Biden did. He went and, spent, and, 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 and paid $30 million. I'm sorry, I'm sorry, I'm exaggerating now. $30,000. $30,000 to a Russian sex slave trade. Apparently, they had their ATMs, uh, their, their business accounts intertwined. Now tell me, where's the FBI? How come he's not raiding Hunter's home? How come he's not raiding Biden's home? Why do they get away with all this? It's just absolutely crazy. The Daily Mail uncovered that there are at least 15 meetings with, between the vice president and the Chinese operatives. That's just between the Chinese. There's a lot of information of them meeting with the Mexicans and, they're meet and him meeting with the Mexicans when they're in Mexico. And now we have the whistleblower at the FBI confirming that the Bureau has been actively working to keep the Bidens from being investigated for treason. Here's Senator John Kenney asking FBI Director Christopher Wray about the continual cover-up of Hunter's business dealings with our sworn enemies. Isn't it true that... Uh Mr. Tebow, Agent Tebow, excuse me, and FBI Supervisory Intelligence Analyst Brian Otan covered up derogatory information about Mr. Hunter Biden? That when I read the letter that describes the kinds of things that you're talking about, um, I found it deeply troubling. Deeply troubling? But he's not willing to do anything about it, is he? Ray is deeply troubled, but he's covering up for the Biden's shady deals all around the world, and nothing will happen. Here's the Atlantic journalist Anne Applebaum being questioned by the University of Chicago's David Schmidt regarding the media's lack of interest in Hunter Biden's laptop. She blows it all off like it's no big deal. I'm a freshman at the University of Chicago. My question is for Ms. Applebaum. Um, so in 2020, you wrote, those who live outside the Fox News bubble do not, of course, need to learn any of the stuff about Hunter Biden, referring to his laptop, of course. Uh, a poll later after that found that if voters knew about the content of the laptop, 16% of Joe Biden voters would have acted differently. Now, of course, we know a few weeks ago, the New York Times confirmed that the content is real. Do you think the media acted inappropriately when they instantly dismissed uh, Hunter Biden's laptop as Russian disinformation? My problem with Hunter Biden's laptop is I think it's totally irrelevant. I mean, it's not whether it's disinformation or, I mean, I don't think the Hunter Biden's um, business relationships have anything to do with who should be president of the United States. So I, I didn't find, I don't find it to be interesting. I mean, that, that would be my problem with the, that as a, as a major news story. Amazing. She doesn't find it interesting. It's not about Hunter. It's about Joe Biden. Hunter's laptop has all the information to take down Joe Biden. Really, Anne? The president's son is laundering bribes to his father, the sitting vice president of the United States, and you don't find that news fit to be print? Like the New York Times slogan says? Really? 
The FBI has had Hunter's laptop with evidence of Biden being bribed with rogue countries all over the world, and they're sitting on it since November of 2019. Here it is. They've been sitting on that for almost three years now, and nothing. Can you imagine if Don Jr. was doing this? He'd already be in jail. The double standard is disgusting. I am so sick of these friggin' Democrats getting away with crime after crime, crimes against humanity, crimes against this country, and nothing happens to them. This has to stop now. November better be the end of these crooked Democrats. And I guarantee you, they are freaking out and they are doing everything possible to steal the elections again. Again. I guarantee you that they are, again, having the best voter fraud machinery that can get together. I don't understand why they're not doing anything to Hunter Biden and to Joe Biden. So he's a sitting president. He should be the example of loving America. He should be held to a higher standard. Politicians should be held to a higher standard. When we find out that they break the law, they should go to jail. Even longer than a regular citizen. I am so sick of them. And they want their documents back from Trump so they can get a warrant and conduct a raid on his house, giving the illusion he's a criminal. Where's a warrant in the raid on Hunter and Joe? And Jim, for that matter. Where's a raid on Hillary? And all the stuff she's been squirreling away in Chappaqua. It is such a double standard. We are already living in a third world nation, folks. And let me tell you, once they take over these elections on a, on a regular basis, and it become, they just become a PR stunt like they do in Iran, and all those horrible countries where they, they hold a sham election, I implore you to do whatever you can to open people's eyes and ears to what's really happening in this country. All right, let's move on. We're going to move on to the Biden Rewind. This is how together, this is how together our president is. It is sickening that this man is in charge of this country. Hold on a second. Let me get it. Here we go. Back up on his feet and once again fight for the proposition that we hold these truths to be self-evident. Sounds corny. Not a joke. Think about it. We hold these truths to be self-evident. All men and women were created by the code. You know the you know the thing. You know how we talk about it. Are we the people? Folks. You know the thing. And this was this was like a couple years ago. So he was, you know. Uh, it looks actually looks a lot better in that in that clip than he does now. He has really really aged. He has really aged. And then we have another classic of his, which is a dear one. So the best way to get something done, if you if it holds near and dear to you, that you uh, um, like to be able to. Anyway. <laughs> he just gives up in the middle of the sentence. He just gives up in the middle of the sentence. He doesn't even know where he's standing. No wonder he needs a cue card to tell him where to sit and where to walk and when to talk. It is like elderly abuse on the part of Jill Biden to be making this old man pretend that he's a leader of the free world. They probably have to remind him every single morning when he wakes up. He even admitted it that when he hears hell to the chief, he looks around. I mean, are you kidding me? This is his latest from this week. Spoken to the chairwoman about the possibility of my being able to buy one of those Corvettes that are electric vehicles. That, uh, you know, when they come out, uh, I'm not going to be able to do it because I can't drive a vehicle while I'm vice president. That's what he said this week. He can't drive a vehicle while he's vice president. Okay, think about that. That was this week. That he can't, he, he can't drive a vehicle because the man doesn't even know he's vice president. This is elderly abuse. He should be retired and enjoying his ill-gotten gains and his drug-addled incestuous family. 
He should not be propped up like weekend at Bernie's. That's what these people are doing. He is literally a puppet president. Literally a puppet president. And we have no idea who's in charge. That's scary, folks. When have we ever been in this situation that we have no idea who's in charge? Somebody has to come out and tell us. Because we all know it isn't Joe Biden. Somebody has to tell us what is going on, who's in charge, and who's making these horrible decisions for us. Who's the person who's leaving our borders wide open and demanding that they stay wide open? I just don't understand it. Here is Stephen Miller this week talking about the borders and what's happening there. We are in the midst of the greatest national security crisis and greatest humanitarian crisis that we have ever seen. There is a border that is completely controlled by foreign criminal cartels. Any weapons they want in, any drugs they want in, any gang members they want in, they're bringing them in. There is sex trafficking on a scale this world has never seen. Modern day slavery, labor trafficking. The Biden administration's decision to terminate President Trump's hugely successful border controls is a crime against humanity. And my plea to every single member of Congress on the Republican side of the aisle is raise holy hell about what's happening on our border. This administration deserves to lose not only a record number of seats in the House and the Senate over this border crisis, but the eternal shame of history for what they have done has no precedent. It is an abomination. He's right on. It is an abomination what's happening at our border. And these people say that they care about people. No. They enticed good citizens from other countries to take this incredibly, incredibly long and treacherous trek and mix in with evil people, with criminals who are going to rape them and rob them and kill them. That is what this administration does. Oh, how can you close the borders off to these poor people? We're not closing our borders. Our borders are open. Just go through it the right way. Go through the gates. Go spend your money on a lawyer instead of spending your money on, on, on a, on a um, coyote, on a Mexican cartel coyote. The borders are open because China demands to be open. China needs to get its fentanyl in through the Mexican cartel and Biden is beholden to China. China does not spend $31 million and not expect a return on investment. In fact, they are loan sharks. So if they gave the Biden $31 million, they want $31 billion in return. And they're going to get it. They're going to get it. This fake global warming BS. We can't take down this planet. No, we can't. With cow farts and our breathing and our greenhouse emissions, you can't destroy this planet. Just one explosion of a volcano is the same as 10 years of the entire world's uh, of pollution. And the explosion of a volcano is natural. And it'll keep happening. And it won't take down this planet. These people are lying to you. They're all liars. The border is not secure. The border is not closed, like Mallorca says. He's a liar. The border is unsecure. The border is wide open. And these poor, innocent women and children and fathers even are being abused and being killed and raped and tortured. Babies used as props later on are just left in the desert. I've seen children left in the... Where's AOC? Where's the squad? Why aren't they complaining about this? 
I remember AOC on the outside screaming and crying and crying and look at my buddy what Trump is doing is such a horrible man. Really, AOC? How about now? How do you like it now, huh? It's all okay with you? It's not okay with me. Oh, and the abomination of the week. The new tax bill. The deceitfully, deceitfully named the Inflation Reduction Act. I can just see them laughing their heads off in the back room. Yeah, we'll tell them it's the Inflation Reduction Act. They'll accept that one. They'll believe it. Yeah, the stupid people who believe you'll believe it, that's for sure. The rest of us, we're on to you. The Inflation Reduction Act. How do you reduce inflation? By spending more money and taxing the people. Like I explained last week, they want to take our money away because they realized they made a huge mistake when they gave all that money at those trillions of dollars saying it was COVID relief. It wasn't COVID relief. It was bribing their future, future voters. That's what it is. That's all they do. They know they, they can't get anybody to vote for the Democrats. They have to bribe people with social, with social uh, uh, services. That's how they get voters. Or they import them illegally. Because I guarantee you, all these people coming over the border will be made citizens right away and given the right to vote. And these poor people, and uneducated as they are, many of them, will vote in the very government that they were fleeing. If you see any of these new immigrants, and I run into them a lot in my, in my business of real estate, I make it clear to them what is happening. And funny enough and thankfully enough, at least all the Cuban immigrants that I work with have just been here for just a couple of months. They're smart enough. They know exactly what's happening. They know that Biden is an abomination. They know that Biden is a socialist, if not a communist. I talk to the, uh, I, I, I talk in Publix every time I have to pay for my money, for my uh, groceries in Publix. I have a heart attack when I see how much the bill has gone up. I mean, really, I almost have a tachycardia when I see how much we're spending on groceries now. And I talk to the, uh, to the cashiers and I say it loudly. I, I can't believe how much this costs. This president is trying to bankrupt as, as fast as possible. And guess what? Everybody around me agrees. Everybody around me agrees. And I say it loudly. I'm a loud mouth, as you can tell. I don't take this quietly. That's why I started this show. I couldn't take it anymore. And what is in this, this re Inflation Reduction Act? I guarantee you it's not going to reduce any inflation. That's for sure. What it is going to do, it's going to hire 87,000 IRS agents. Are you kidding me? It's not enough that the IRS has already been weaponized against Republicans. They have got now 87,000 new IRS agents to go after all of us, to squeeze every penny out of us. Did you know that 20... That, wait, what is it? That people making $25,000 a year or less are five times more likely to be audited? Did you know that the IRS is stockpiling weapons and ammunition? Why? Look it up. Like I say it all the time, look it up. They just got $700,000 more worth of ammunition. What's going on? Why is the IRS... Uh, being more more uh, uh, loaded up with guns and ammo than our own uh, our own army. What is going on? Did you know that the IRS now is bigger than all the other agencies combined? They are weaponing the IRS for us. Okay, so our hour is coming down, and I can't believe how quickly that went. And under this regime. IRS has been weaponized to go after its rivals. Lois Lerner used the IRS as a weapon when she was working for Obama. The Inflation Reduction Act, $739 billion. And half of it goes to green energy. Win for China. Kill the coal industry here while Gates and Natal buy coal in China. I am so tired of what's going on in this country, but we'll have to fight on. And I ask you all to please wake up your, your brothers and your sisters, wake up your spouses, let them know what's happening. 
got to pull their heads out of the sand because these ostrich citizens cannot stay quiet anymore. Anyways, it's already the 2 o'clock hour, so it's time for me to say goodbye. I hope that you uh, join me next uh, Tuesday at 1 p.m. so we can spend a wonderful lunch hour together. This is Maria Morales with the Patriot Hour Power Hour at WSQFRadio.com and WSQF Blink Radio 94.5 FM. <laughs>